Parshas Kisisa begins with Moshe Rabbeinu being instructed on how to take a census of Kal Yisrael. And the Pasuk says it is done by collecting Machzas HaShekel, which was then used for the maintenance of the Beis HaMikdash. But there's an interesting caveat to this mitzvah. The Torah insists on uniformity. The wealthy may not increase and the poor should not decrease. We can understand why the poor can't give less. Every person should have a minimum duty. You got to carry your weight. But if someone has the means and he wants to give more, why can't he give more? So I'd like to share with you a fascinating story brought down by the Gemara Masechtas Baba Basra. The Gemara says, one day Reb Shuban Levi and his son were sitting together and suddenly his son fell ill and he lost consciousness. And he slipped into a coma and his soul went up to heaven. He had an out-of-body experience. And then, miraculously, he regained consciousness. And when he came back to life, his father asks him, when you left us, he went up to heaven. My chazis, what did you see up there? Amalai, he tells his father, I saw an inverted world. Those above, those who are considered important and prestigious in this world, were insignificant over there. They were placed all the way in the back. Those who were considered in, insignificant in this world, however, in the Olama Emes, they were given much honor and respect. Amalai, his father tells him, You're mistaken. A clear world you saw. You saw the ultimate truth. So the Mabit, one of the Gedoyla Achroinim, asks a very powerful question. How do we understand this Gemara? Why was his son so surprised? He saw rich people, people that have power and connections. So in this world, a false and corrupt world, we give them tremendous honor. We seek their advice because we pretend, or at least we have them pretend, that we think that we value their opinion. And of course, we sit them all the way up front. But in the world of truth, they put them in their rightful place. They are relegated to the back. So what's the Chiddush? It's kind of obvious. If all you have is money and power, that won't translate to anything significant in the oil of Amos. That's not currency over there. You're judged on merits, not on your bank account, not on how many so-called Facebook friends you have. So why was he so shocked that they were seated all the way in the back? So the Mabit said something incredible. When his son said al it doesn't mean rich in materialism. It means they were great in spiritual accomplishments. And despite that, they were banished to the back. And the question is, if they excelled in Torah, if they accomplished so much in mitzvah simas and toivim, why were they so severely degraded and demoted in the next world? So let's explain it with a metaphor. Let's say you have a person that is such a genius, he can learn 20 blat a day. But he only learns 10 dafim a day. Then you have a person, according to his limited intellectual capacity, can only learn one Mishnah a week. But he puts in all his energy and his effort to learn and understand that one Mishnah. So here in this world, we give tremendous honor to the genius. Wow, 10 blat a day, 300 blat a month. We heap incredible amount of praise on such a person. The next Reb Chaim. He's given the seat all the way up front. And that one Mishnah person... He's the laughing stock of the Besamedrish. So the guy that learned 10 blot a day and he finished Shah several times, he's feeling good about himself. After 120, he's expecting great honor. Avram Avinu himself will get up from his place in Ganaiden and come to greet him. And the person that learned one Mishnah is obviously very apprehensive. He doesn't think he accomplished much. 
But in the Oil Ma'amas, the one Mishnah guy, since he fulfilled his potential, he's given a seat all the way up front. The person that learned 10 blot a day, although that's truly amazing, not many people can accomplish that, but based on his potential, he could have done a lot more. So he's seated in the back. So now if Shua's son understands that the wealthy guy, the politically connected guy, the guy with 100,000 Twitter followers, is not going to get a prominent position over there. That's self-understood. But now he goes up there and he sees this well-respected Rav, the shiny Eid, is seated in the back. And the schlepper, the guy that went to the Ein Yankov Shir, he's seated all the way in the front. And he says, what's going on here? Oilam Hafech A grave injustice is being done here. This is the Oilam Ha'emes, an upside-down world I saw. Elioinim Lamata. The Rav, the Chash of a person, is sitting all the way in the bleachers. His father tells him, no. Oilam Barari Now you see why it's called Oilam Ha'emes. It's true that in this world we give all the awards and the accolades to the high achievers. This world views success by results, by tangible accomplishments. Winning the gold, getting into the elite yeshivas, being in the Forbes 500, being in the 1 percentile. But in the next world, they have a totally different grading system. It's all about effort. It's all about fulfilling your mission with the talents that you were given. And perhaps that's the idea of a usher layarba vadalayamit. Usher means the person that is laden with skills and talents. Ani means that he's bereft of an intellect and talent. When it comes to contributing to the base amigdish, when it comes to giving of yourself to avoid the Hashem, the rich in talent and the poor in talent stand as equals before Hashem. In Shemaim, a person is not judged by how much he gave quantitatively but by how much he, he contributed based on his means and his potential. The poor person's one dollar can be more valuable than the wealthy man's one million dollars. A man's one Mishnah can be more significant than the other person's entire Masechta, because based on percentage, according to his potential, it's a lot higher. I can still remember back in school, on the first day of class, the teacher or the Rebbe made the all-famous speech. All I want to see is effort, the mailers, the hard work, be a masmet. The marks are secondary. But at the end of the year, who walked away with the honor certificates and the plaques? It was the straight-A student. In June, who gets to be valedictorian? Who walked away with the set of Mishnayas? The high achievers, even though they sometimes achieved it all without much toil and effort. However, Hashem judges you on your struggle and your perseverance. Oilam Barari This is the Oilam Ha'emes. You tried hard, you gave it all you got, you reached your full potential, you get a seat behind home plate. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.